Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I think the way that this game is going to go, though, is going to kind of run through the Packers' defense. Yeah. Because it's really been, oh, we said, we said the stats earlier, but everyone watched the Eagles game. It's just been an abysmal performance from them the last couple of weeks, and the offense is starting to put up points, right? They've they've now have two games under their belt of 30 plus. So if the offense is able to do that, like these should be winnable games. Mm-hmm. Your offense is putting up 30, 31, 33, you know, th- this defense should be holding and they're not. And again, this is not a high flying offense. This is not the Eagles best record in the NFC. This is not the Cowboys going probably to the playoffs with Dak Prescott and all their weapons. Like you should be able to hold the bears to what you held them to at the beginning of the season. Now, again, they've added chase Claypool. Okay. And Justin Fields looks like he's kind of come on a little bit more since this game, the last game they played, but this defense needs a, good performance not a great performance not a perfect performance not a shutdown performance they just need a good performance let's go for like less than 350 yards <laughs> of offense for the bear you know what I mean? like that and that's a low bar right that is a very low bar but they should be able to handle that against this team 
Yeah. And I think one of the concerning things too is, you know, after the after the game, Matt LaFleur had said, I think it was Monday in his presser that, you know, they had estimated that the defense maybe missed like 15 tackles against the Eagles. Uh, his official total was actually 22. There were 22 missed tackles on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, you can't do that against any offense in the NFL, but especially when, you know, like we were talking about, you have a mobile quarterback like Justin Fields. So we saw what happens and how the game kind of went awry with Jalen Hurts, even though there were opportunities, of course, for the Packers to get back into that. And I think the Bears being the kind of team that they are, the Packers will be able to hang around if they do give up chunk yardage on the ground. We saw it, you know, uh, David Montgomery kind of blew through them in week two, but they were still able to recover because just, you know, the offense was putting up so many points, but I just want to see more balance. I think from this Packers team, you know, we talked early in the season about once they play complimentary football, they'll start winning games and, the defense was keeping them in games and the offense wasn't able to put up any points. It was like, Hey, the defense allowed 17 points. The offense should be able to get 20 and win the game. And that wasn't happening. Now we've got an offense that's capable of putting up high twenties, low thirties point total wise. And then the defense is giving up 30 plus points. So I think just getting on the same page would be really helpful, especially with the way special teams has even been performing. Keyshawn Nixon has been, you know, a blessing as a punt revelation. Yeah, a revelation just a godsend if you will at the position so just you know if we could start playing complimentary football in all three phases which shouldn't be necessarily a big ask going into week 12 I think that would go a long way too for just the the cohesion of this team moving forward well I was going to say like what you're describing right is complimentary football and I think this just describes the 2022 Packers season as a whole, which is their inability to do that. And you said it, I mean, you look at the season, like at an aggregate level, and they're still not doing it based on the way each side of the ball is performing, let's say in the first half versus the second half of the season. So let's just put together a good four quarters here. And it's against a team you you really should be able to. Now, again, like we don't need to asterisk this anymore. They've played plenty of teams this season that they could have done that and should have done that with. But I think the way this offense has been going, I feel more confident in them being able to do that. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I agree. So because you know we know that the season maybe is... We're hanging on by a thread here, waiting until the Packers are mathematically eliminated from the playoff picture, which maybe they won't be. You know, maybe nine and eight will be enough to to make something happen. Maybe there's a, a Christmas miracle or some type of festivist miracle in the works here for this Packers team. But 
is there anybody that you're like just really excited about watching you know for the next while the season you know is kind of wrapping itself up like anybody that you'll be keeping an eye on for these next couple weeks just as you know you want to see more evaluation from before you make like a a cut them or keep them decision or just somebody who's like you know evolving as a player that you're really excited about I mean, I think we already touched on the two young receivers and that's probably number one at this point, just given like, again, this is a season that at this point we're thinking about the future. And so the development of the two of them, the development of the development of like a Quay Walker, I I think I just want more playing time for the young guys. Like I want to see more Devontae Wyatt. I want to see more of like all the, various rookies or like second year guys or even guys like tj slayton just like you're gonna have to make a decision about who your stars are next year and most likely there's gonna be this team's gonna look different and you're not gonna know what you have if you don't play them now um honestly i know this might be a crazy take but i want to see more josiah deguara I don't know if that's like just in the run game or whether like they just don't trust him yet in the passing game, but I just feel like good things happen every time he's on the field and he's been a phenomenal blocker. The run game is like the core heart of this offense and he's been instrumental for both AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. So I don't know. I'm kind of rooting for more playing time for Josiah DeGuara. Maybe that's my answer. I like that a lot. And you know, this this hurts a little bit to talk about the Packers and the Bears because obviously we know Jaquan Brisker was my favorite player um, or, you know, my crush for the Packers in this draft class. Um, he might not play this week. He has a concussion. But talking about the Packers needing safety help and then seeing the kind of impact that Brisker had for the Bears uh, in his rookie debut has been, you know, pretty pretty upsetting. That one stings a little bit. But I think that's my answer. I like your pick on offense, but – um, to me, for the safety group, I want to see Tariq Carpenter. He hasn't really taken any defensive snaps. He's mostly been a special teamer, but you know we don't know what's going to happen with Adrian Amos. We don't know what's going on with Darnell Savage. He's also hurt, so he won't be playing this week regardless. Um, Rudy Ford, maybe. You know, maybe he's kind of that Rasul Douglas, Devondre Campbell pick where the he won't make that kind of contract, but the Packers bring him back for another year as stability in the room. Um, mm-hmm. But then you're kind of wide open as far as what the safety picture looks like. And Tariq Carpenter, obviously a 2022 draft pick, has that really nice size speed combination to maybe be like a hybrid safety inside linebacker. So I agree with you 100% that, you know, let's see what some of these young guys have. And he'd be one of those pieces that I think it'd be worth exploring to see how he looks. You know, in the depth chart, they list him as a free safety. I always kind of pictured him more of an Amos strong safety, dropping, you know, closer to the line. But I don't know. I just I want to see some of these young guys get some opportunities because, like you said, there's a lot of roster decisions that are going to need to be made in the coming weeks, coming months. And I, you know, you got to know what you have in some of these players. Yeah, exactly. It's so true. Yeah, it's it's an odd place to be in from a fan perspective of kind of looking at each game with a new lens of this doesn't necessarily mean anything for long-term. This team isn't going anywhere. So like, let's find what's important to them right now and where they stand and kind of focus in on that while we're watching. It's almost more fun when there's no stakes involved. So you can kind of take the good with the bad and just throw your hands up and say, well, that's this team now and move forward and hope that next season is 
is different. Um, I really would love to see more Jordan Love. I know that's another pretty obvious answer, but it's not going to happen. Although Rogers did kind of make a couple comments about, you know, once they are mathematically eliminated, he'll, he'll reevaluate how he feels about playing, which is perfectly fair. But I was listening to um, a clip that Darius Slay had. I don't know if you listened to this um, and he had some pretty high praise for Jordan Love and look, you can listen to the analysts, you can listen to the pundits, but players know the game better than anybody else does. Right. And so to hear a guy like Slay, who is, you know, been in the league for quite some time, pro bowl talent, high caliber talent has played against all the greats, you know, enough to have a goat wall of interception balls. Right. To hear him say, you know, Jordan looked good and that he was slinging it around and that they have kind of a bright future with him. I actually think means more than any ESPN analyst, anything like Matt LaFleur could say at the podium about how I feel like that's, that's real opinion right there. So I don't know, give, give Jordan some more time, which I think he'll get, there's plenty of season left. Um, but that's my final answer. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I thought that was really cool. And, you know, regardless, we, we hear kind of like political speak, I guess, as like, what do you want the coaching staff to say? What do you want the players in the Packers locker room to say about Jordan Love's development? Like, regardless of how good they think he looks, how bad they think he looks, there is an answer that they kind of have to give when they're asked about him at this point. So I agree with you that, you know, to hear other players in the league talking about, you know, I I think didn't slay even compare him to Aaron Rodgers at some point, which I know that's, you know, a very astronomical leap. He's not saying that he is the next Aaron Rodgers or will be, but just kind of like the, Hey, he was, he was really slinging it. That's exciting. And I think, you know, kind of one last thing here too is I think it's going to tell us a lot about Matt LaFleur these last couple of weeks. And I think this entire season has been really challenging for him as a head coach, obviously to go from winning 13 games, your first three seasons to now sitting at four and eight, and kind of being on the outside looking in, he's not going anywhere. He's going to be the head coach next season as well. So the way that he can, you know, take command of the locker room, the way that he can help his team respond to this adversity, you know, I think he said kind of what he needs to say at the podium these last couple of weeks, but just wanting to see his team battle and wanting to see his team stick together, you know, and get through it. I think, I think this was a really galvanizing season for him as a head coach, as much as, you know, if not even more so than it's been for the players, because I think this is one of those like character seasons that just, you know, winning is easy. And I know winning isn't actually easy, but when you're winning, everything seems easier. And I think this was one of those, those years for him as a head coach. That's a a real like lesson, a learning experience and whatever happens with the rest of his coaching staff, you know, after the season, it's nice to see how he's going to be responding to a lot of this. If the Packers of course don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Just quick note on the Darius Slay comment. I think context, he was saying that it was clear how much Jordan had learned from sitting behind Rogers, right? Like he was saying how, um, you know, he's like, Oh, he got that, you know, little move there. He, you know, scramble drill type thing. So regardless, like, I'm glad you want to pick up as much as humanly possible from sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, And that was the whole point um, was to sit him for three years. So Either way, it's great. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 